0: If you're brand new to this, uh, welcome, and glad you decided to come and check it out. So let's open with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we come on this day that on the calendar that we observe says Ash Wednesday, and it is a day in the history of the church where we gather together to remember the finitude that exists in our lives, and the sacrifice that it took for us to be in relationship with you, and to set our faces towards Easter and towards the cross and the resurrection, to set our minds on this season of giving up something for you as a spiritual practice, or for some of us, taking on something new. And so Holy Spirit, we ask that you would guide us this season and guide us this time that we have here together as we open up our hands to what it is that you would like to give us during this time or what it is that you may like to take from us that is burdening us this day and this season of our lives. Guide this time, be with us, may this time be honoring and glorifying to you and edifying to us that are present here today. In Jesus' name, amen. Our passage for today comes out of Isaiah. For those of you who have been coming to Timberwood know we've been going through the book of Isaiah. We are in Isaiah chapter 63, verses 7 through 19. I'll be reading from the message. I'll make a list of God's gracious dealings All the things God has done that need praising, all the generous bounties of God, His great goodness to the family of Israel, compassion lavished, love extravagant. He said, Without question, these are my people, children who would never betray me. So He became their Savior. In all their troubles, He was troubled too. He didn't send someone else to help them, He did it Himself. In person. Out of his own love and pity, he redeemed them. He rescued them and carried them along for a long, long time. But they turned on him. They grieved his Holy Spirit. So he turned on them, became their enemy, and fought them. Then they remembered the old days, the days of Moses, God's servant. Where is he who brought the shepherds of his flock up and out of the sea? And what happened to the one who set his Holy Spirit within them? Who linked his arm with Moses' right arm? Divided the waters before them, making him famous ever after. And led them through the muddy abyss as sure-footed as horses on hard, level ground. Like a herd of cattle led to pasture. The Spirit of God gave them rest. That's how you led your people. That's how you became so famous. Look down from heaven. Look at us. Look out the window of your holy and magnificent house. Whatever happened to your passion, your famous mighty acts, your heartfelt pity, your compassion? Why are you holding back? You are our Father, Abraham and Israel are long dead. They wouldn't know us from Adam. But you're our living father, our redeemer, famous from eternity. Why? Why, God, did you make us wander from your ways? Why did you make us cold and stubborn so that we no longer worshiped you in awe? Turn back for the sake of your servants. You own us. We belong to you. For a while your holy people had a good, but now our enemies have wrecked your holy place. For a long time now you've paid no attention to us. It's like you never knew us.
1: From the New American Standard Bible. I shall make mention of the loving kindness of the Lord, the praises of the Lord according to all that the Lord has granted us, and the great goodness toward the house of Israel, which he has granted them according to his compassion and according to the abundance of his loving kindness. For he said, Surely they are my people, sons who will not deal falsely. So he became their savior. In all their affliction, he was afflicted, and the angel of his presence saved them, In his love and in his mercy, he redeemed them. And he lifted them and carried them all the days of old. But they rebelled and grieved his Holy Spirit. Therefore, he turned himself to become their enemy. He fought against them. Then his people remember the days of old, of Moses. Where is he who brought them up out of the sea with the shepherds of his flock? Where is he who put his Holy Spirit in the midst of them, who caused his glorious arm to go at the right hand of Moses, who divided the waters before them to make for himself an everlasting name, who led them through the depths. Like the horse in the wilderness, they did not stumble. As the cattle which go down into the valley, the Spirit of the Lord gave them rest. So you led your people to make for yourself a glorious name. Look down from heaven and see from your holy and glorious habitation. Where are your zeal and your mighty deeds? The stirrings of your heart and your compassion are restrained toward me. For you are our Father. Though Abraham does not know us and Israel does not recognize us, you, O Lord, are our Father. Our Redeemer from of old is your name. Why, O Lord, do you cause us to stray from your ways and harden our heart from fearing you? Return for the sake of your servants, the tribes of your heritage. Your holy people possessed your sanctuary for a little while. Our adversaries have trodden it down. We have become like those over whom you have never ruled, like those who are not called by your name.
2: From the uh, New King James Version. I will mention the loving kindness of the Lord and the praises of the Lord according to all that the Lord has bestowed on us and the great goodness toward the house of Israel, which he has bestowed on them according to his mercies, according to the multitude of his loving kindness. For he said, Surely they are my people, children who will not lie. So he became their savior and all their affliction. He was afflicted. And the angel of his presence saved them. In his love and in his pity he redeemed them, and he bore them and carried them all the days of old. But they rebelled and grieved his Holy Spirit, so he turned himself against them as an enemy, and he fought against them. Then he remembered the days of old, Moses and his people, saying, Where is he who brought them up out of the sea with the shepherd of his flock? Where is he who put his Holy Spirit within them, who led them by the right hand of Moses? With his glorious arm dividing the water before them to make for himself an everlasting name, who led them through the deep as a horse in the wilderness that they might not stumble? As a beast goes down into the valley, and the Spirit of the Lord causes him to rest, so you lead your people to make yourself a glorious name. Look down from heaven and see from your habitation, holy and glorious. Where are your zeal and your strength, the yearning of your heart and your mercies toward me? Are they restrained? Doubtless you are our Father, though... Abraham was ignorant of us, and Israel does not acknowledge us. You, O Lord, are our father. Our Redeemer from everlasting is your name. O Lord, why have you made us stray from your ways, and harden our heart from your fear? Return for your servants' sake the tribes of your inheritance. Your holy people have possessed it but a little while. Our adversaries have trodden down your sanctuary we have become like those of old over whom you never ruled, those who were never called by your name.
0: For the next portion, we will be meditating on some questions from the text. Meditation is a spiritual work of holy desire and an interior invitation for the spirit to pray and to speak within us. Meditation will do you little good if you try to control, try to control the outcome.
1: In the text we read, Isaiah intercedes for Israel in hopes of mercy from God while doing so, remembering rightly who God is and what God has done in relationship with them. What is your image of Jesus? How can you remember rightly the second person of the Trinity,
2: In the text in verses 7 through 9, it talks about the mercies that God has shown his people. In what ways has God blessed you and shown you mercy?
0: We have an image of God carrying his people like a parent carrying their child. When has the Lord lifted you up and carried you recently like a parent carrying a child? The Spirit of God gave them rest. How can you embrace the rest that the Spirit of the Lord wants to give you during this season of Lent? How can you embrace the rest of the Spirit of God?
2: The first part of verse 17 says, O Lord, why have you made us stray from your ways? What causes you to stray from the Lord? What do you need to change in your life so that you may focus more on God?
1: In verse 17, it says, O Lord, why do you make us wander from your ways and harden our heart so that we fear you not? And in verse 19, we have become like those whom you have never ruled, like those who are not called by your name. The Israelites harden their hearts towards God. In your relationship with Jesus, then, how can you soften your heart
0: After asking ourselves some questions from the text, we will now focus on asking for some things from God. As we enter into this prayer time, repeat these words as many times as you can, either aloud or to yourself. I will recount your steadfast love. I will recount your steadfast love. I will recount your steadfast love.
1: In your afflictions, Jesus is afflicted. I want you to remind yourself that Jesus is present in the deepest valleys of your life, in your lowest lows, and in your greatest happiness. Jesus is present. Ask Jesus to continue in revealing himself and his nature to you. Ask Jesus to continue in revealing himself and his nature to you.
2: You belong to God. Ask the Holy Spirit to soften your heart to Him. Allow Him to transform your thinking to be centered on His Word.
0: In the final portion of our service, we will spend some time in contemplation. It is best for us to stop talking and listen to him in simple loving and attentiveness. In this strange and holy land, we must remove the sandals of our ideas, constructs, and inclinations and quietly listen for the voice of God. May we spend time listening to the voice of God. May the Lord bless you and keep you today and throughout this season of Lent as you seek to pursue your relationship with Christ, being guided by the Holy Spirit. Amen.